0: So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. On episode 48 of The Gem on the Queen's Crown, we're talking loyalty inside sports. Because if we're talking about royalty, I would have been off with my head about 42 episodes ago. Welcome to the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the podcast covering local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, Castbox, Anchor.fm, ACast, Radio Line, Spreaker, Podbeam, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Overcast.fm, Player.fm, Listen Notes, Radio Public, PodBay.fm. Audible PlayPod, Cloudcaster, GPotter.net, Feed Pod Paradise, Digital Podcast, iVooks, Podcast Blaster, Podcast Pump, TheleewMaoin.com, and GemCitysports.com. Music is provided by FreestockMusic.com. Now on to the podcast with your host. Lee W. Mowen. Before we roll into episode 48, just a friendly reminder that you can now find every platform that the Gem of the Queen's Crown is on. On the mallon dot com slash podcast, and on the page you'll find every platform available to listen to the hashtag Local Sports podcast. Loyalty. What does loyalty mean? From dictionary dot com, it's the state or quality of being loyal, faithfulness to commitments or obligations. So, how does loyalty fit into sports? I believe the first thing you think about when loyalty pops up and you're talking about sports, you think fans. Well, we'll get to that eventually. What about players and organizations? Well, the big news in point for this podcast, one affecting Ohio more than the other. The big news is LeBron James has a four-year contract with the Lakers of Los Angeles. He is no longer a Cav for the second time in his career. After spending four years with the Miami Heat, came back to Cleveland, won a championship, and made the Warriors the butt of those blowing a 3-1 lead jokes. And then the Warriors came back with, you know, a couple tiles of their own. Funny how sports works. LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers. And the ever big news in hockey... John Tavares from the New York Islanders has signed a contract to play with the Maple Leaves of Toronto. Big, big news. Heck of a player. And Toronto's team is stacked. And there's a lot of question marks with the Islanders right now. Well, one being home, I guess, because they're playing a couple at Nassau County, if I'm remembering right. Playing some of the Coliseum. Maybe a couple of barclays. I'm not sure. But we're talking two big pieces of news happening just yesterday, july first, as this is being recorded on the second. That's right, I'm recording two episodes on one day. Look at me go. Workflow. Also a little chunk of news. Lance Stevenson is now a Los Angeles Laker, and you remember when he was a pacer, blowing into the year of LeBron James when he was still with the Heat, you know, that friendship, and now they're going to be on the same team. Exciting. Maybe LeBron James will blow in Lance Stevenson's ear, I don't know. (laughs) I laughed about that. That was about an hour after I saw the breaking news, and at first I was like, Is that real news, or is it some guy that spelled Lakers wrong with, like, two A's or something, and people don't notice? Verified check marks on Twitter are your best key. And sometimes, they'll get them wrong. They're humans, too. Funny that. Unless they're bots. Then they're bots created by humans. To be honest, the move for LeBron James this time around? I'm... I'm all right with it. I like the Cavs and I like the Pacers. Those are my two favorite teams in the NBA, but I I follow the sport. I follow the results, mainly. And if LeBron James feels like this is the best thing to do for his family, then I'm happy for him. And this time around on my timeline, I feel that most fans share the sentiment. If you remember the first time round where LeBron James says he's going to Miami, it was an hour special on ESPN and it resulted in many a burnt jersey. First of all, jerseys are expensive, except when you get them really cheap on eBay, like the two Pacers jerseys I have and the one Cleveland Cavalier jersey I got for half off because it was LeBron James' jersey, and that was the point he was at Miami. Got for 25 bucks, and I still have that thing. And then, going back to John Tavares' news, I see, it's about half and half. I see a lot of happiness from Canadian hockey fans, and why shouldn't they be happy? That hockey team's going to be stacked, and that's going to be trouble. Well, assuming, you know, they get to the playoffs. You know, you still got to play a regular season, but that team looks stacked. I mean, Austin Matthews, and now John Tavares. That Toronto team... Looks pretty good to me. But again, you gotta play the 18-19 regular season. Funny that! You mean teams aren't just built on paper? No. I saw more jersey burning with Tavares' news. I'm like, hockey jerseys are probably the most expensive. You're talking 200 bucks! Why? Why are you doing that? That's expensive. You might be mad, Tavares, but, you know, he. Felt like he was making the right deal. This is the point of episode 48. It might sound like a long spiel about philosophy on how loyal does one have to be, but I felt like it was an important talking point for this podcast. How loyal do players have to be to organizations? If you play through your contract, your entire contract, you can you can submit, you can actually subtract the player option. Well, you can add it, you know. Play through your whole contract. Let's say there's no option. You play, you know, four years, follow your obligation, and then you get signed with another team. Is that not loyal to the teams? I want to know what makes sports figures and sports players loyal. We'll go back to LeBron James. He came to Cleveland, he promised a championship, and by golly he got it. Game That game where Cleveland came back and won the whole King Caboodle, it was pretty big for Ohio. It was very, very big for Cleveland because it was about, what, 52? 50 plus years of no championships? That was huge. That meant the world to Cleveland fans. And as someone that falls from afar, that was pretty cool. You now, State of Ohio, not necessarily known for having champions, but one night, Cleveland was on the top of the sports map, Coming back from a 3-1 deficit, and then snatching away from the Warriors, who at the time had, what was it, 73-9? and The best regular season record in NBA history. Still huge. And a lot of people out there talk about Kevin Durant's situation. Drafted by the Seattle Supersonics and that whole business happened moving them to OKC. Bring back the Sonics and save the crew while you're at it. Now, Durant went to the Golden State Warriors, as you well know. And once he won his first few championships with GSW, I mean, people called him a snake. Where does loyalty stop, and where does thinking about yourself begin? I see both sides of the coin of the Durant thing. I mean, sure, you probably shouldn't join, you know, a team... Just so you can win championships easier. Easier. Probably shouldn't do that. You see the classic figures of NBA. You know, Michael Jordan. You see him leaving Chicago and help form the Super Lakers or the Super Celtics. You see Larry Bird jumping on that. No, but that's back then. And today is a little bit different than back then. Obviously, we have Twitter. Twitter's new. Twitter's only five years ago. I think that's a family guy reference in there. See, you get a little bit of everything in this podcast. I'm thinking about loyalty. Obviously. I should have made it where, you know, it's a secret word, loyalty. And then you have, like, the Pee Wee's Playhouse sound effect. said the secret word! But then it's going to get overplayed and then you're going to stop listening in about 11 minutes in before editing, of course. Like I mentioned, most fans are okay and there was a couple of tweets I saw where Lakers fans and LeBron fans are, you know, forming together. They like LeBron James and that Laker team. I don't know if it's going to be enough to dethrone Golden State for the West, but We'll see what else happens. I still can't believe Lance Stevenson and LeBron James are going to be on the same team. It's not meant to be! Seriously, Lance well, Stevenson, great Pacer, but it's business, you know? I feel like Stevenson's been loyal to the Pacers. Just, where does loyalty stop, and where does thinking about yourself begin? in sports. And loyalty means a lot of things in sports. It means sticking with your team throughout the whole Boodle. You can have 0-16 teams in NFL and you're still staying with the team. Well, maybe if you don't get cut or released or traded, you know, that can happen. But then that's not really your fault. That's, you know, front office dealing with you. Where does your loyalty and the front office loyalty intertwine. Like, you want to stay, we'll say the Bengals. You want to stay with the Bengals, but you're traded. Which, NFL trades are rare, yes, but follow along with me. You're on a player, you're on a player. You're on a team, and you want to stay there. But the front office dangles a deal, and you're whisked away to another town, USA or Canada, or Mexico, or wherever. That's not on you. That's front office. So, I mean, unless you're going into the front office every day, like, trade me now, you know? I still think you're loyal. There's another thing I want to talk about, loyalty. I mean, in my career, which is broadcasting, loyalty for me... If I'm doing a good enough job, if I'm doing a great job, not a good enough job, a great job, if I'm doing that, I want job security. I want to make sure that I still have a job. That, you know, one day I'm not going to get the pink slip and it's like, oh, I'm out of a job. Now, no other perks of loyalty. I mean, you know, more money, contracts, raises, insurance, you know, health insurance, that's a big thing using the company car to go get donuts whenever you want. I mean, you know, perks. To me, loyalty means a lot of things. What are some of the most loyal players you can think about today? The first one that popped into my head, Joey Votto of the Cincinnati Reds. Heck of a first baseman. Great hitter, great discipline at the plate. I know there's fans out there like, "Eh, Joey Votto, why are you bringing that up? Ah." He's been with the Reds for the playoff runs. He's been with the Reds when they were in the basement, which has been the past few seasons. He's been with Cincinnati. He's a Cincinnatian. I know he's a Canadian, but he's been a Red. I don't really recall any time where, you know, like, get me out of Cincinnati, this place stinks. You know? I mean, heck, the guy's has his own cereal, and it's been fairly popular, even though it's literally just Cheerios with a different, you know, box. And then I thought about other sports loyalty players, and I thought Rick Nash for a while, because Columbus was awful. I mean, Nash eventually won it out. Columbus, sure, he was loyal until that one season. I feel like that was the season after the first playoff run, where you know it was a four-game sweep in the hands of the Detroit Red Wings. Feel like Nash had a loyal streak about him until he won it out. So I, I don't know how good of an example that is. You probably think of other ones and. Sergey Bobrovsky, I mean, ever since being traded from Philadelphia, former backup of the Flyers, now taking over the reins of Columbus. Of course, you know, playoffs. Getting to the playoffs isn't good enough, but you know, Bobrovsky's been pretty much the anchor back there. Columbus still has yet to jump the hurdle. This year, though... At least Columbus hung tough with Washington. The Capitals end up winning the whole kit and caboodle against Vegas. I also thought of Andy Dalton of the Bengals. And I know I'm probably going to get a lot of flack with this, which is fine. You know, I don't mind flack. Dalton gets a lot of crap flung his way. Some of it's warranted, yes. Of course. Not every athlete is perfect. But Dalton's been in Cincinnati. He's never really complained about being on the Bengals team. I thought Dalton's done a serviceable job. Is he the guy that's going to bring a Super Bowl to Cincinnati? I don't know. I can't predict the future. I can't predict in five minutes if I'm still going to be talking about this or if I'm going to throw it away in the scrap heap, which is known as the recycling bin on Windows. I know there's probably... I don't know how many players out there that are loyal to their team. They want to stick with them. And there's a few instances where they don't. They've had enough. They don't like the front office. They don't like the fan base, which happens. They don't like the city or what have you. And there's always going to be instances where they do. To continue my point, I found two articles I'd like to share with you. One of them is from twenty fifteen. It was the top or second top result on loyal players. I it on Google. Uh soccer, well football was the most common response. And then we had uh desire to was it desire? Destiny to, sorry. And then we had video games slip in the mix. So this article's from Simon Lazarus, and this is from the Sportster. And it's talking about the 10 most loyal players of all time. This is overseas to Europe. Which, bear with me if I screw up pronunciations. I'm not perfect on that. I will guarantee I'm not perfect on that. But it's talking about the 10 most loyal players in the sport of football. Number 10 is Leon Osman of Everton. A midfielder pushing into his 30s. And again, this article's... Three and a half years old, so, you know, maybe they're not loyal anymore or haven't been for three and a half years. I don't know. Francesco Totti at AS Roma. You have Carlos Puyol, former Barcelona defender. Testament to undeniable faith. John Terry of Everton, and I think... I feel like he either retired or went to an MLS side. I don't know which is which. He left Everton recently. And one of the Memorial memorable comebacks, 3-0 comeback against AC Milan 2005 Champions League final. The injury time winner for Gerrard. He's now, I think he's working with their academy. I try to follow Premier League. I have uh, most of the Liverpool updates come on my phone. I know it's, you know, off-season right now for a couple weeks. And then Premier League 2018-19 season starts again. Number five on the list from Simon Lazarus is Paul Schultz. Pint-sized midfielder is worthy of plenty of praise for his loyalty. He's a former Manchester United player. Javier Zanetti is number four on the list. Integral part of the Inter Milan squad. His introduction back in 1995. It's amazing how some players are able to stretch out careers, you know, 20 plus years. That's, that's, that's awesome. Gary Neville, number three. Another member of the famous youth team at Manchester United where Sir Alex Ferguson ran the, ran the team. 602 appearances for Neville too. Play alongside some other figures. Eric Cantona, Roy Keane. Number two is Paolo Maldini. He got his jersey retired. Playing for the Italian Giants, AC Milan. And I like the, I like the description of him. Trying to find it again. A sense of reassurance every time we received the ball. He was a left back, which is American 4, left side of the defensive line, right in front of the goalie. I don't know why I was so patronizing on that description. There's plenty of soccer fans, football fans in U.S., but there you go. I described it. And number one, another Manchester United Red Devil and Ryan Giggs. One of the most decorated players in English football history. Joined Manchester United at the tender age of 14 as Ryan Wilson. And then signed on by Sir Alex Ferguson from Manchester City's School of Excellence. rest they say is history. More than 20 seasons in the Premier League. Tricky wing play. Technical ability. It's dazzled many a player over the course of his long career. Ryan Giggs. Now I know... There's probably, I don't know, I don't know how many people listening to this are going to be like, oh, so many great European players, so loyal. How's that, you know, go along with this? Well, I looked up again, and on the second or third page, this is from Olivet Nazarene University, and it ranks the NFL's most loyal teams, and this is players, and It's based on three ranking factors, average veteran career length, team quality by veteran player, and average years per head coach. That's your three factors in this. Your most loyal team, number one, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The career length of just under five at 4.72. They mentioned that Pittsburgh's only had about three coaches for a long time. Including one 22 year stint by Chuck Knoll, who coached at UD, I believe, Dayton Flyers football for a while. Team quality ranked at 895.3, and head coach years about 15 and a third. That's pretty boss. 217 veterans played on the Steelers, and their average number of years about 7, 6.8 on here, made the playoffs 28 times, 21 division tiles, 34 playoff wins, and six Super Bowls. Yeah, Pittsburgh's the most loyal. Number two coming in, well, actually first, Mike Webster, longest playing Steeler from 74 to 88, a center guard, drafted fifth round, 125th overall. 14 years in NFL, that takes some muscle. Number two is Minnesota. Not going to go through all the numbers. I'll read them off. Minnesota, 26 playoffs made, 17 division tiles, 17 wins in the playoffs, but no Super Bowls. And the veterans have played about six, six and a third years, 6.3 years, and 213 veterans. Scott Studwell, from 77 to 90, was a linebacker, longest playing team member for the Vikings. Number three, Chicago, with Patrick Manley from 98 to 2013. He was a long snapper. He's the longest-tenured veteran there. Head coach years, uh, 5.11. And fourth place are the Cincinnati Bengals, where your career length is about five years, 5.07. Team quality at 642.4. Head coach years, 5.11. Is probably helped with the fact that Marvin Lewis has stuck around for quite some time. In the 90s until about 2002, I believe. There was a lot of coaches coming through Cincinnati. Between Sam Weish's days as the Bengals coach until Marvin Lewis's tenure. Yeah, there was a a couple of head coaches there. Not a lot of success for the Bengals in that time. I always say the 1990s are like the Forest Fair era, you know, empty and not worth remembering. Somehow I do. And no one's going to get that reference, I guarantee that. Longest playing team member for Cincinnati would have to be Ken Anderson. From 1971 to 1986, he was the Bengals quarterback. Drafted in the third round, 67th overall. Bengals have made 14 playoffs, 9 division titles for Cincy, 5 playoff wins, and none since uh, 1990. Uh, I forget what episode it was. It's in the 40s, about the longest droughts. It might be 40, actually. And we talk about Bengals not winning a playoff game since their humongous win against the Houston Oilers, which technically don't exist anymore, but they're the Tennessee Titans. And no Super Bowls, of course. Dolphins are number five. Green Bay's number six. The New York Giants are number seven. Michael Strahan being the longest playing team member from 93 to 2007. Oakland slash Los Angeles. These are the Raiders. They're number eight. And Tim Brown, the longest playing member, 1988 to 2003. That is a heck of a career. San Francisco at number nine. Jerry Rice. Number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. Head coach years a little bit higher than the Bengals at five and three quarters. Number 11, the Houston Oilers slash Tennessee Titans. Bruce Matthews playing from 83 to 2001. And I was a little bit surprised on the Patriots hitting number 12. I thought they'd be just a bit higher, at least in the top 10. Head coach years 3.54. And, you know, Belichick's been there. Bill Belichick's been there for quite some time. And Tom Brady is the longest playing Patriot. And he's still playing. Hopefully 2018 get to draft him on my fantasy football team and win a championship first time in years. I have won, I promise. Four Super Bowl wins. That's now five, I believe. Is that five? Yeah, that's five. There's three and then two. You carry the eight. And that's what the hokey pokey's all about. Twenty-two playoffs made for the Patriots, seventeen division titles, twenty-eight playoff wins, and like I said, Tom Brady, longest tender Patriot. Drafted sixth round, 199th from University of Michigan. Thirteenth, Denver Broncos, John Elway. Fourteenth, Philadelphia Eagles, Brian Dawkins. Fifteenth, the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay, Ron Barber, ninety-seven, two thousand twelve as a defensive back. Number sixteen, Seattle. Number seventeen, Kansas City with Will Shields. Number 18, the Detroit Lions, Jason Hansen, from 92 to 2012. That's a 20, is it 20 or 21 years, 21 seasons, career as a kicker. It's not an easy spot. I mean, kicking, sure, kick the ball through the uprights. Sounds easy, Lee. Well, no, I can't do it, so there we go. Washington at number 19, Baltimore at number 20, and I'm not quite sure if that's counting Cleveland Browns 1.0, or if that's just Baltimore from the Cleveland move. Ray Lewis, longest-tenured Raven. Number 21, the Houston Texans, Andre Johnson, longest-tenured Texan there. Number 22, the Rams of St. Louis and Los Angeles. Number 23 would be the Buffalo Bills. Andre Reed from 85 to 99. just seeing these long careers and I'm just astounded. I mean, football's a tough sport. You get hit, you get taken down. Football is a tough sport. You're not seeing me play it because I can't take a tackle. 24, the New York Jets. Head coach years dropping down a little bit. This is under three at 2.88, Mo Lewis, the longest-tenured Jet from 91 to 2003. Number 25, Jacksonville. Number 26, Carolina. Number 27, the St. Louis Cardinals slash Arizona Cardinals. Remember, they got their start in St. Louis. And then, Deerdorf from 71 to 83. I believe that's before the Arizona move. I think Cardinals moved to Phoenix in 1988. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Normal address, Twitter at the Lee W. Mallon. 28, Los Angeles, San Diego Chargers. David Bin, your longest tenured Charger from 94 to 2010. Number 29, Atlanta. Mike Ken, your longest tenured Falcon from 78 to 94. That's impressive. New Orleans, number 30, with Morton Anderson, the longest tenured Saint. Number 31, the Colts of Baltimore slash Indianapolis. Head coach years at 2.88. Reggie Wayne, your longest-tenured Colt, spending from 2001 to 2014 all in Indianapolis. And number 32, the Cleveland Browns, head coach years at 2.88, no Super Bowl wins. Clay Matthews, your longest-tenured Brown from 78 to 93 as a linebacker, drafted 12th overall back in the day. And this is from Olivet Nazarene University. And the sources for this is from Wikipedia, from National Football League and NFL standings since AFL percent E two percent eighty percent ninety three NFL underscore merger. That was a good link right there, but you get what I'm saying. For players, I feel loyalty isn't. As celebrated as it once was. Championships are. Well, duh, because you won the whole kit and caboodle. Why shouldn't you celebrate with championships? It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if a player sticks with you, trying to win, and continuing to bust butt every day to make sure that they give you the best chance of winning, those are some loyal players. Here's to the loyal players. And now we switch from players to Fans. I skipped around a little bit. This is notes that I'd done on the fly for about 20 minutes, maybe. Behind the scenes look! Don't look behind the curtain! Loyalty to fans. Some of the most loyal fans, you can agree with this, the Cleveland Browns fans. You have some of the most loyal people still watch it, even though... Last year they went 0 and 16, the second team in the past two decades to do that. The other one being the 08 Detroit Lions. But they did win preseason though 4 and 0. That's got to go for something, right? I think the Browns also did that too. Now to think about it, being a fan to me isn't just hey look, I have this shirt, look at me, I'm a fan now, woo. It's about following along with the team. For me, you know, social media, you follow along. Do you have to agree with everything the front office does? Heck no. There's been a couple trades, I'm like really? There's been a couple of you know, front office moves where some players get cut. I mean you don't always have to agree with the front office. That's not the job of a fan. The job of a fan is to Stick with the team through the thick of it all. I'll come back down locally to Sinday for, like, the first time this episode. The Reds, even though the last few series have been quite awesome, and I talk about it in episode 47, you know, sweeping the Chicago Cubs at home in four games, Taking two of three at Atlanta and splitting a four-game series with Milwaukee at home, who's the first-place team. For me, I can't get down to Gray American Ballpark. I don't have the money for tickets, one, two. Parking's ridiculous, ugh. But whenever I'm in the car and there's a game, you can be assured that's on 700, listening to the game. Or 1410 if I'm downtown, because 700 gets a little staticky. On 3rd Street when I'm going to 5th 3rd Field. It's um not a great noise. It's about the sound of... It's about the equivalent of my voice hammering on throughout the podcast. But it's better than the most annoying sound in the world. Ah! Is that the most annoying sound in the world? Sure hope it is. I tried my best on it. Anyway. You follow along with your team. And you stay by them thick and thin. I'll always enjoy going to Reds games. i always enjoy listening to Reds games. Especially when Marty and Joe are on the radio call. I enjoy that. I mean, I know I always switch back between Dragons and Reds. Problem is, the Reds don't have to go west out anymore, so... I don't get the privilege of listening to Reds games start when I'm in the car and the Dragons game is ended. The post-game show has ended. Fans aren't perfect. People aren't perfect. I know I'm not perfect. There's been a couple of, you know, stutterings, because I do that. That's, you know, something I do. Not on purpose, of course. Fans follow their teams. Fans can also follow their favorite players. That's fine, too. Fans come in all shapes and sizes, obviously. And fans have a different definition of loyalty. There's not just one classic definition. Well, there is on Dictionary.com, but I'm talking sports. Shut up. Some fans might say, if you don't come out to all the home games, which are 81 home games. I think they're 81. i have to look that up. You go to all the home games or you're not a real fan. Some people look at it like that. I don't, because again, I can't make it out. I'm working almost every day. So, there's that. Um. I know a lot of great fans. I know the best fans. No, I know a lot of different fan bases on my Twitter. I follow fans of any team or sport. Because I want to learn what they like. I always love Southwest Ohio. It's my home. It's my backyard. It's my stomping grounds. But there's so much to sports out there. There's so many great players. There's so many great people out there. Sports is such a vast field. And you don't stop to think, Wow, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people chasing their dream. Some dreams get met, others don't. That's business then, which is another episode, maybe. I don't know. Depends if I really like this episode, how it turned out. Loyalty can mean so many things in the world of sports. In Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio, we have a lot of lo- loyal fans. They follow their teams. And each one is different. There's a lot of great fans of all sports here. We're talking collegiate. we're talking high school fans we're talking We're talking pro sports fans. We're talking all types of fans from the people that help set up the games and tear down and clean up venues. We're talking people that'll you know, share updates and share. Hey, this team's pretty cool over here. Go watch them. We're also talking about people that work their tail off to make sure that people want to come out and see games. Or if they can't, they'll watch the game or they'll listen to the game. There's a lot of local people around here that do a great job with sports. And the purpose of this podcast has always been One, we keep it local because there's a lot of things that people don't know about local sports. And two, I try my best to share other people's stories out there. Episode 46 was with Michael Hearn. an upcoming episode, I like to share uh, one gentleman's plans for something big in the Dayton area. If you look through the Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio area, you will find an extraordinary amount of local, loyal fans. I'm thankful to be part of this area. And to close out this episode, I want to talk about your loyalty to me. And in my definition, that sending me a million bucks this way, Chocolate bars wrapped in 48 care. Okay, so you know I'm BSing there. To me, if you listen to my podcast a little bit, I thank you. That means the world to me. When I see my stats, and I see them, I see people still listening to this, it makes me happy. And for your loyalty to that, I thank you. When I first started this podcast, I was... Rather unsure how I was gonna do it. There was a point in my podcast where I took about a month off, and for that I'm kicking myself because I I looked through all my episodes today to count out how many downloads I've had and I'm close to four thousand, which is pretty ace. I'm close to my one year anniversary of actually starting the podcast. And it's amazing. There's some episodes I go back and I don't like. I know before episode 52, I'm probably going to have a Mulligan episode. I look back and that's actually my lowest ranked, or my lowest downloaded show. And I'm like, ooh. I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be great. And then, yeah, it wasn't great. The episode in question is episode 36, where I'm talking about logos. And then life happened and had to take a couple weeks off, which life happens. For me to have a podcast up to a year and not think about quitting, it's been huge. And your loyalty to me listening to this podcast, give me constructive criticism, give me reviews, and just tell people hey, There's a great podcast talking about local Cincinnati and Dayton sports. That means the world to me. I thank you for that. I thank you for listening throughout 48 episodes. I hope you stick with me as I continue my podcast. I'm not quitting. It's just an idea I had and see if it floats. If it doesn't, then okay, never talking about loyalty again. I think that'll wrap it up for episode 48, and I'll finish off with a thank you to all the employers that thought that I was worth the chance. Give me a chance to announce and broadcast and work. Thank you. It means a lot to me. I do have a pretty cool life. I know my girlfriend doesn't listen to my podcast, which I don't blame her. She doesn't really like sports and I get it. I mean, my girlfriend's been the most loyal, best friend I've had. So, thank you, babe. All my friends that have still called me their friend, thank you. This has been a very emotional episode 48 of the Gem of the Queen's Crown. Next time will be a secret, because I don't even know what next time will be. Again. If you want to listen to this podcast on a plethora of platforms, you can find them all at one place now, theleawmallon.com slash podcast, and I have the links for every platform available. I also have links for getting a hold of me and writing a nasty email saying I suck, and then I laugh at your face because your grammar's awful. Or you can follow me along on Twitter at For the podcast, it's Gem on Queen Crown, and for mine, it's the Lee W. Mallon. Facebook page and profile links on there, too. And that will close up episode 48. Thank you, fans. Let's talk again soon. Thank you for listening to the Gem on the Queen's Crown. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Acast, Radio Public, anchor.fm, Radio Line, player.fm, Spreaker, Podbean, Podchaser, overcast.fm, BeyondPod, Pod, podbay.fm and Listen Notes by searching Gem in the Queen's Crown. Like the Facebook page The Gem on the Queen's Crown and follow on Twitter. At Gem on Queen Crown, follow the host on Twitter and Facebook at theleewmowin. Visit theleewmowin.com and gemcitysports.com. Music provided by FreeStockMusic.com. <laughs>